Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. First off, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we have Strike Force Energy and Tactic Calories. So both of these I've used personally for a number of years, and uh, I encourage you to do the same. They're awesome products. Tactic Calories is great uh, seasonings for those of you that like to get after it on the grill. Uh, either one, use Warrior Mindset when you check out, and it gives us the credit. Okay. Um, all right. So today's episode is your mindset and fear. Okay. So uh, I appreciate you joining me. Um, I know time is important, and you're spending your time with me, whether you're listening to this now or or later on a recording. I really do appreciate it, and I try to deliver uh, something useful to you, especially now how we're dealing with all of this crazy um, coronavirus. All right, so mindset and fear. So I'm going to start out by reading something uh, that uh, one of my... Uh, it, yeah, I have a lot of mentors in my life, um, some that are official mentors and some that don't know me. They don't even know they're my mentor because I, I believe that you can follow someone and, and borrow the good things that they do uh, without having a real face-to-face relationship. In this case, uh, this is something from a gentleman named Tony Blower, and he's a self-defense expert. He teaches and writes a lot about fear and He's taught me a lot about my own fears and about how to help other people combat fear. And uh, this is taken directly from him, Tony Blower. Uh, it's the Spear System. If you're interested in looking him up, I'll make sure and link him up later. Okay, so this story um, is from one of his uh, affiliate coaches anyway, so he shared this. Yeah, I'll try to make my way through this the best case I can. So um, anyway, so there, he's in the grocery store, and there's a woman next to him, and she's obviously like physically acting like she's distressed and kind of freaking out um she's in line at the grocery store and she can't um get enough products right because wherever they are i think they're in southern california they're limiting the amount of products that they can get so she has like she says she has like three boys at home and she can only get one gallon of milk one person can only get one gallon of milk and um so she was standing in line there and he said he didn't know this, but he said, ma'am, are you okay? You know, is something going on. He's showing some empathy and, and asking her how her day's going. And she said, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of worried. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're worried about, you know, the way the world is and stuff. And she's like, yeah. And so then he said, um, he said, so what's the problem? He said, well, you know, I can only get one gallon of milk, and I've got, like, three boys at home, and they – they go through like a gallon of milk in a day. So, you know, we're like rationing milk and it's causing uh, 
some stress at home. He said, well, you know, what you should do is you should have, bring them all, have them wait in the car and have them come in one at a time. And then you can get, you know, five gallons of milk, right? Since they're limiting it. He said, oh yeah, you know, I, I should have them to do that. It's a great idea. And then uh, they're standing there and, you know, they pause for a minute. And she said, uh, you know what's really worrying me? He said, um, no, what is it? He said, I'm just worried about this whole thing. And he's like, what do you mean? He said, well, people acting crazy, they're hoarding things. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel scared. And he's like thinking, yeah, so now's my opportunity. I'm a fear coach. I get to, I get to help her. So he said, you know, I run a group down the street and uh, we're part of a team. We teach personal safety and self-defense. It's called SPEAR. Um, and he has a saying, our head coach has a saying, how you think affects the way you feel. How you feel affects the way you think. They both affect how you move, which means or you act or behave. And she, he, he said it again real quick, and he could tell she was really focused on what he was saying. And he said, you're around all this crazy panic behavior and this crazy energy every day. And it's sinking in and starting to affect how you're thinking and feeling because you're in it every day and you're spending a lot of time focused on it. And that's now starting to affect your energy and motivation, making you tired and stressed. So in a way, it's affecting your performance. He said she takes a long pause and says, man, you know, you're right. I'm letting all this crazy stuff get to me. You know, we're, we're actually pretty okay at home. You know, we're lucky enough to still basically have our jobs, and um, I'm just paying attention to everything, and it's making me feel crazy. <laughs> and so she started laughing about herself a little bit, and he could tell that uh, a lot of stress had disappeared from her face. And she says, uh, it takes out her phone and wants to write that down. So she writes it down, uh, and she gets, you know, they sit there for a minute, and she gets her order done and says, well, I got to go. Thanks for talking to me. And um, it says, uh, yeah, make sure you bring your husband and your kids and make them come in and get milk next time so you get it all. So what's the moral of that story? A poorly told story on my part. Uh, but what's the moral of the story? It's not about uh, the coach telling the story to get credit or praise for how cool he is. Um, it's about looking out for each other as a family, as a giant family those closest to you as your society. It's about taking the time and paying attention to those around us and making sure people are okay. It's also about taking a minute and understanding how fear and how media and how uh, just shit going on around you can affect you on a daily basis, okay? Um, your mindset how you approach things affects your actions, right? They, there's a saying that, that you know, you, there's thousands of things that you can't control, but there are certain things you can control, which is where you put your focus, how you respond to things, your effort. You know, those are things that you can control. So when you're bombarded with this stuff and you let it get in, it affects your mindset. It affects those things you can choose, okay? And fear is the biggest thing that can affect us, all right? So, poor story aside, um, 
one of my true mentors, uh, Mark Devine. He's uh, author of Way of the Seal, Seal Fit. If you know me, probably done some Seal Fit with me in the past. Um, you know, like to get after it. Um, it all st- he he preaches this. It all starts with your mindset or how we think about the world around us and how we respond to it. The biggest thing that affects us, has the power to control us, is fear. Without a thoughtful approach to how we handle it and the things that happen to us because of these bombarding factors, we can spiral down a rabbit hole in any kind of path that we were on, any kind of good habit path or any kind of, uh, you know, schedule or workout pattern or dieting, you'd fall off the wagon, right, in the first moment of real stress. So this whole thing is called the warrior mindset. Uh, Warriors don't do that, okay? And sometimes they do. But if you are walking that path of the warrior, you are constantly thinking. You're constantly working towards not doing that, okay? I use the term warrior a lot, and I love that word. It means a person engaged or experienced in warfare, soldier. That's some of us, but not all of us. Secondary meaning, and the one that really hits us, is a person who shows or has shown great vigor, courage, or aggressiveness in times of stress. So a warrior shows courage. And what is courage? Courage is doing the things that need to be done okay even when no one's watching or when the pressure is on okay so now that's out of the way Um, so let's get into this there's five ways okay that you can work towards fighting fear like a warrior okay five ways these are uh, I pulled these together through some mentors of mine, some lessons of mine, the martial arts, um, through, you know, watching stories and researching some of these people. Five ways help you control and combat fear like a warrior. Okay, breathing. The way you breathe controls your body and your mind, and it can help fight the fear response okay is a real physiological response that your body has when it encounters fear or when your mind creates fear we've all felt it um you know goosebumps in a bad way uh that little hit of adrenaline like like you get like right before you're about to speak in front of an audience you get that your heart starts pounding you get a little cold sweaty um you can use breathing and breath, breathing techniques um, to help fight with that physiological response, which then elicits a mental response, okay? So the SEALs, uh, they actually, uh, I don't know if they actually practice, like they're taught to practice this or this is something that they kind of pass on or whatever. I know um, Mark teaches this um, hands-on. Um, it's called box breathing. And so I do this, and it helps me a lot during performance or before performance. And what box breathing is, is it's like thinking about a box, 
So you breathe in for a set amount of time, maybe it's eight seconds, and then you hold your breath for eight seconds, and you breathe out for eight seconds, okay? You hold for eight seconds, breathe in for eight seconds, out, hold for eight seconds, out for eight seconds. So it's breathe, hold, breathe, hold, breathe, hold, okay? And it's that, thinking of it like corners of a box. Now, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know the real medical, physiological um, reasons why that particular breath pattern um, helps fight that adrenaline and fight that mental uh, positioning, but it does, and um, I'm, I'm proof. I've used it. It works. He's literally a Navy SEAL. He's used it, and it works, um, so look that up. I will link that up as well, okay? Um, focus. If you do not have a process for focusing, your mind spins out of control, okay? And this is what causes panic. Um, you ever been like lying in bed at night and your mind starts to spin and you start thinking about everything? Well, a lot of times, I mean, unless you are specifically mentally dealing with a uh, specific stressful in the medical terms, they call it an acute injury, but like a, an acute stressful situation. Um, a lot of times our mind is just wandering and we, we lack this ability to focus. You know, we're just laying there, spending time on everything, right? Uh, so this can, this can spiral you. Um, and I like to... When that starts to happen to me, I use a, a pattern. Uh, it's like a focus pattern, which I call uh, positive self-talk, positive self-imaging. Okay, and there there are words or sayings or mantras that you can you can write these down, carry them around or whatever. But you do it for a while, it will um, become pretty easy practice for you. I have one um, that I say a lot of times when I'm sort of beginning to spiral, like. You know, I personally have a hard time. I take on too many projects or I create too many projects. I'm a creator. So a lot of times I will create lots of things and I will use that space of time that I should be using to execute the things I've started with starting more things. So it's like a, a bad loop and uh, that can cause me some stress and anxiety. So one of the things that I do is I have a mantra and this is a mantra that GSP, uh, George St. Pierre, I don't know if you watch UFC. Um, he's one of the all-time greatest, George St. Pierre. Um, look him up. It's awesome. Uh, he has a saying, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> and I know that's sort of cheesy sounding, but it's fun to say, and it helps me um, keep my focus on the overall bigger things that I have to work on, right? So there's a, there's a longer-term goal, which if I'm thinking about business, it is, you know, overall in business, whether you're thinking quarterly or yearly or five years or whatever, there's an overarching um, plan or projection that you're working on, which is maybe to pay the bills, right? A lot of times we spiral on how, how are we going to do all these little things, right? So if I have one main thing that I'm working on and I've created a lot of little other things, I have to remember that I'm doing okay with the overall arc, right? I have to keep the main thing the main thing, right? So the main concept I'm doing things for. It, everything I'm doing is supporting that. So I'm not getting lost. 
I'm improving every day. I'm still working forward. So as long as I can keep that that goal and I'm not getting off track of that main thing, I can sort of uh, reinforce to myself that I'm doing okay, right? I'm, 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 not, I'm not losing it. Keep the main thing the main thing. The SEALs, the Navy SEALs have a, a saying for this. It's called front sight focus, and it's sort of the same thing. Um, front sight focus, I, I, I say keep my front sight focus. Um, and that's, if you're a shooter, that's literally like when you're shooting, a lot of times you have two, uh, two reticles or whatever, two things, and you line them up and, and you hit your target. A lot of times uh, novices will focus on that one closest to them. But the bullet comes out of the end, so you want to right, use the front sight to keep the targeting in focus. That's what that means. It means use all your tools and all your projects and all your things and all your energy to keep that main thing that you're pointed at in focus. Keep your front sight focus. Another problem that, that I've seen coaching people is that they generally don't have uh, a, a understanding or a way of setting goals, okay? And it's not, in, it's not complicated. Um, I think a lot of times we just make it complicated, right? We want to, like, get out the spreadsheets and the Gantt charts and break things down like a project manager. Your life is not a project. Your life is your life. Um, and so goals can be pretty simply broken down pretty quickly. Um, and you'll find a lot of times in an emergency you will set goals really fast and break that stuff down. Right? So you just pick something that you want to get done or you need to get done. And you just reverse engineer four or five steps that you have to get through. I mean, it's that simple. I know, I know I'm like, it's easy, do it. But like, we overcomplicate things. Right? So, for example, if you, um, you know, if you want to launch a podcast, it can be overwhelming, right? Um, but not if you just break it down. I mean, the end goal is to have a podcast, right? So, you know, what does it take? Okay, so I have to reverse engineer those steps. I want podcast. Okay, so my steps might be um, research what a podcast is and the things I need. Okay, read a few articles. Then it is go get the things. Then it is set the things up and make sure it works. Okay, and then it is write my first episode, and then record it, and then connect it to the internet, right? I mean, those are overgeneralized, but really, it's about all there is to it. Um, so think about that in things, like you need to save money. I need to save money. Where, do, where is my money? How much can I put aside? Boom, just put it aside, even if it's just five bucks, right? It's something. It will give you a calming effect to have certain things that you can look at in terms of your plan and, and keep it simple, okay? So those are some ways that you can begin to build a process for focusing, right? So it's, it's having that, that mantra, having that positive self-talk that you can tell yourself that can help direct you. And it can be to actually turn that anxiety moment or turn that panic moment into productivity. That alone will make you feel better, but it will also give you a plan. Okay? So focus. 
don't just don't just spiral and be unfocused okay visualization these go together um, there's a tool employed visualization is a tool employed by um, the elite warriors Navy seals Delta Force um, top tier athletes um, you know successful CEOs and things like you have to understand that uh, performance or not understanding performance is uh, can make you spiral as well it can make you worry okay um, but it's basic visualization is very simple it means that you just have to win in your mind first okay um, it's why the best athletes in the world look so confident why um, you know, it's like have you ever taken a test and you haven't studied at all and you walk into that test and you just before you even take it you feel like a failure right you, you know you're gonna fail because you haven't prepared at all but have you ever taken a test and you have you didn't cram like you learned the material and you stayed up got it done with plenty of time ahead and you just embodied that information and you took the test you walked into that test and you just like crushed it and you knew you were gonna do well before you even went in there right you won in your mind before you were even put in front of that situation and that's super important um, I think a lot of us can be feeling fear right now because we weren't prepared um, I mean who you know I don't care who you were you can blame the government or whatever but none of us were, were fully prepared right um, a lot of the businesses that are suffering that I'm seeing this simply were blindsided um, you know you're sent home and then after two weeks you're laid off you just had no plan for it and we can't necessarily see an end to it we know it's going to end at some point but we don't know how or when or what so we do not have the ability to visualize this problem and that's causing us a lot of fear but we can begin to act and we can begin to work on our visualization right like I said the act of actually doing something of actually working on something is productive and it's uh, it will make you uh, feel more confident so visualization you first have to sort of look at how to visualize okay I will take a, uh, a sports analogy okay sports analogy in video games because it's pretty common to be able to see this outside of our own brain okay so you're visualizing let's say you are a, a football player okay or basketball player NFL NBA whatever you literally in your mind's eye create a way to see yourself in the scenario maybe it's like the the Madden view right this is that behind slightly to the side view of the the football team lineup it's third person maybe it's first person like a first person shooter maybe it's literally you know outside of your brain looking out maybe it's a sideline like on television um, what whatever that that view is you, you you keep that you force yourself into that view in your mind's eye and you keep it and then 
whatever that thing is, let's say it's a football player learning a play, he literally visualizes himself running the play on the field where he's supposed to be and where everyone else will be around him in space. And he visualizes that over and over and over. And you visualize it positively. He never visualizes himself. Let's say he's a, rece- a wide receiver that quarterback throws in the ball. He never visualizes himself dropping the ball. He always visualizes himself catching the ball, getting past the defender and scoring the touchdown. Every time it's positive. One, you have unlimited repetitions in your mind. You won't get tired physically, right? If he's literally practicing, he'll get tired after, you know, I don't know, he's an NFL player, like 100 reps, I don't know, 20 reps, whatever, he'll get tired. In your mind's eye, you can do it over and over and over. And you don't get physically tired, okay? That's a sports analogy version of what we're talking about. Maybe you're going into a sales meeting, a really important. Have you ever actually visualized yourself in that meeting beforehand? Sure, you read your notes um, and you know what you're going to talk about. But have you, have you planned and visualized the narrative of that meeting and how you want to control it? You could bet your butt that the top CEOs, the top coaches, they do that. You can bet your butt they do that. Um, This is also visualization. Um, A lot of people talk about meditation. They meditate. Um, There's lots of different ways to do it. This is probably the most... um, I don't want to say easiest. This is probably one of the best ways to get into meditation is through visualization. This is how I meditate, um, and I do meditate, but I do it through visualization. And um, I will use the time to do this for something that's important. Okay. Um, You can do this just about anywhere. Just, Just try to be in a quiet place and visualize yourself going through something important. Okay. You can also do this when you're lying in bed. You're starting to worry about things. You can refocus that energy on something more positive instead of just the thing that's causing you anxiety, right? Um, A lot of these things combined, um, one is just uh, tuning into your mindset. So mind, I wrote down mind. A lot of times... Um, you can employ techniques and things like we just talked about um, to remove that negative fear loop in your head or your chatter. Um, and it can radically reduce lots of anxiety-based induced fear, okay? Anxiety-induced fear. So um, work on your mindset. So it's easy to think about uh, fitness in terms of physical fitness, right? It's real easy to think about physical fitness terms like, uh, you know, I have to work out. I go for a run. I could, you can, I know you can easily make a plan for, you're going to run in a 5K in two months. You you know how to do that. You just got to go out and run a mile every day for a while and then increase it, increase it, increase it until you get to that three mile, right? It's it's simple. You got to, you got to work out a little bit more. You know, you, you can, Find a program online and get busy on that real easy. 
it's easy to work on our nutrition. We know how to how to adjust um, our intake of food to be more healthy. We know the things that we're not supposed to be eating, right? It's really easy for us to think about that. But have you ever thought about how to improve your mindset? So you know, we know we have to work on our physical being, but do we ever work on our mental being? So thinking about and discovering ways. Uh, I'm not just talking about self-help. I mean, the whole thing here is self-help. Um, so don't go down to the self-help section of you know, Amazon and try to buy some books. I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm just talking about thinking about ways that you can improve your mindset. It's a visualization practice, okay? A focus practice. Practice your breathing. Um, journal. Like write in a journal every day. I mean, just take your phone and and boop, and then record your thoughts. Okay, um, do that, and then and then look back over those things. Just whatever works for you. Um, if you need help, reach out to me. I can help you. But um, whatever can work for you, just think about a program that you can work on your mindset. So working on your mindset can really improve everything else. The last one here. Uh, attitude okay I wrote on I wrote down attitude and this can be part of this mindset program right but uh, maybe you do journal you can write down uh, the end of the day how your attitude was and I just gave you a topic but think through a couple of these things you can think through I'll give you uh, three things think through these things Shift your shift your mind. So if you're if you're sitting there, feeling that anxiety, watching the the your governor or president's press conference on whatever for the day, and you're just like, uh, just turn it off, or walk away or whatever, <coughs> and shift. One of these things to work on your attitude is to just take stock of how you're feeling. Okay, what is my attitude right now? I'm watching this, or wherever I am, I'm at work, and someone just sent me something, and I'm like responding to it in my mind, where I'm literally typing my email. Take a second and just think, are you in a fixed mindset or a growth mindset right now? And I'll go through those two things. So, fixed. Is my ego being affected? That person just sent me something, and I'm responding because who are they to tell me this? Well, that's not my job. Or why didn't you already do that? Or I already said that. Or you're watching the press conference. Oh my God, what are they going to tell us to do next? When am I going to go back to work? I've got, I've got stuff to do. Okay, that's your ego. That's you focused on you and you alone. Or are you in a growth mindset? Meaning, do I care? Like they sent me that email. Okay, it's work that needs to get done. Cool. We're all on a team. Even if I don't necessarily like that person or I don't necessarily 
feel like they're treating me like an equal or a team member, whatever, we're in a team. I have to lead first. I am on a team. Cool, whatever. I own this. This is, this is my world. Boom. You're watching that press conference, and you immediately think, okay, uh, we need to think about um, my parents are older, so uh, we need to make sure they're taken care of. Um, cool, so we're going to have to eat at home for the next five days. I should take a minute and write down what we're going to cook for dinner. Or what are we going to have for breakfast every day? Okay? Make a plan. Cool? So those things take you out of that rut, that fixed mindset, take you out of that, that mindset of like just simply reacting from your emotional needs to protect yourself to um, getting outside of yourself, putting others first. Okay? I know that sounds altruistic, but when you put others first, it takes the focus off of you and it makes your actions outward and positive. And I promise you, I, I promise you that will affect your confidence. It will affect your focus. Okay. It will, you will have to visualize to get some things written down or done. It pulls all of those things in to play. Okay? So another thing to do is, is sort of like a little challenge working on your attitude here. Making a commitment to this growth mindset. Making a commitment to positivity. Okay? Enter this challenge and do not complain for 24 hours. Even if you think the president is the dumbest person on the planet, don't complain about it. I mean, no one cares anyway. You're just feeding the negative vibe. You're just feeding the fear wolf, right? So, challenge. Do not complain for 24 hours. Here's another one. Uh, do not talk about other people in a negative way for 24 hours. See if you can do it. Challenge yourself. You'll catch yourself doing it. You'll become aware of the times and the reasons why you do it. It'll help you conquer it. Okay? I mean, overall, we can't let fear creep in, okay, to our mindset and control us, okay? It will control how we react to the world. It's not always a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, fear can, fear can help you realize that you're alive, right? I mean, fear is a literal loop that you can use in a survival situation. But when you're sitting in your home or lying in your comfy bed at night, you're not in a survival situation. Okay, that's your mind using those ancient physiological hardwired things that we have in our minds and our, in our brains and our bodies they're just turned on right we have to learn to control that and turn those things off and everything I've gone through they're just some some concepts maybe some techniques some ideas that you can try to employ 
to help you fight your way out of that fear loop, fight your way out of that anxiety pile. Um, because as Americans, we are really good at creating that pile. We're really good at stoking that fire, right? I mean, we have, what, 50 channels on the Internet and cable that we can watch that will just feed that for us. Um, you're, you're, if you're, you're watching this on Facebook, you, you can engineer your own Facebook experience to constantly feed you that loop of fear and anxiety or whatever little echoes that you want to hear for yourself. You can engineer that with the, with the tools and software that you have. This thing will put you there um, at the swipe of a screen, right? So we have to get out of those things. Uh, you know, a little technology tip, this thing, if, if it can do that, it can al- you can also engineer it to put you in a better state. That's what I have done. I have cultivated my Facebook feed to only have things in it that I want to see, right? You can do that, but you have to be careful to make sure that the things that you want to see are not negative things that feed and put you into that loop of anxiety. I have cultivated mine, or at least I try to, to put myself into a positive loop. I, I see inspiring things. I see stories of my friends that are um, positive. I like seeing pictures of people's families and them doing things that way, and I, I try to keep it that way. Whenever the negative things come in, you know you can actually um, hide someone for 30 days. doesn't mean they go away forever. You just hide them for 30 days, and then when they come back and you see them again, and you're like, damn, that keeps coming back, and that person's negative. You can unfollow them without them knowing. And they just disappear from your feed. I'm not talking about political things. I'm just talking about your overall state of mind. Um, politics aside, that is enough to just... You just got to take a break from that stuff. Um, okay, so I hope that helped a little bit. Um, a little little rambly. Um, I do apologize if that's the case, but um, reach out to me. Um, I, I do some coaching for a living be happy to talk to you about some of this stuff or um, write up some plans that can help you. Um, if you are one of those people that worry and, and, and kind of spin out of control sometimes, there are lots of things we can do um, with you to help you work on that. Okay? Don't want you to stay in that fear loop. Um, okay, so that's our episode for today. And again, I really, really appreciate you listening. Check out our sponsors, um, Strike Force Energy and Tactic Calories. They're on the website, uh, which is um, warriormindset.us. Check us out, please. Give us a like and a share and a comment if you enjoyed this. Or if you thought I was uh, rambling and dumb, tell me that too. I want to get better. So I appreciate you. And until next time, get after it, man.